0: I'd like to call to order the regular meeting of the May 3rd, 2023, Fitchburg Conservation Commission. The commission has seven members. Members are citizens residing in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. The commission is appointed by the city council and serves on a volunteer basis. The commission collaborates with the residents, businesses, and organizations to facilitate compliance with the eight interests of the Wetlands Protection Act and the Fitchburg Wetlands Bylaw. Meetings of this commission are subject to and abide by the open meeting law. If you would like more information about any of these regulations, feel free to ask a commissioner, agent, or environmental consultant. Thank you for your commitment to the conservation of our natural resources. Thank you for your patience as we navigate this hybrid meeting. The commission requests that folks wishing to speak approach the podium and speak clearly into the microphone, and remote attendees maintain microphones on mute for privacy. If you would like to speak, use the raise your hand function to alert us of your intentions. Be advised this public meeting is being live-streamed and recorded by Fitchburg Access Television. If a member of the in-person audience is recording this meeting, this is your opportunity to identify yourself for the public record. First, I'd like to call the roll. Commissioner Baker? Here. Commissioner Christian? Here. Commissioner Donnelly? Here. Commissioner Helene? Here. Uh Commissioner Jacobs. Yeah. And uh Commissioner Sairfield in attendance. Um, let's see. We add a request a late a late request to um, continue the public hearing. Um, so I I'm gonna open the meeting and then I'd like a motion to continue and then we'll close the meeting. So um Under Massachusetts General Law Chapter 13, Section 40, the Fitchburg Conservation Commission will open the hearing for Notice of Intent, Platinum Development, LLC, 93 Gibson Road, driveway crossing, and single family dwelling in the buffer zone. Can I have a motion and a second to continue this? Before
1: we make the motion, Madam Chair, I would just like to take the opportunity to um, thank Mr. Hillman, who's on with us today at um, DPW um, for his assistance with this applicant um, and the uh, design and his encouragement there. Motion to continue the 98 Gibson Road hearing to June.
2: Seconded.
0: Okay, let's call the roll. Commissioner Breaux, um I'm sorry, Commissioner Baker? Aye. Commissioner Christian?
3: Aye.
0: Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner Helene? Aye. Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. Commissioner Sarafield, aye. Uh, the motion passes and uh, the, the chair closes, the, um, the, the chair continues the, the hearing until the June meeting. Um, moving on to other business. <clears throat> Let's see. We've got the um, Woodland Estates. Do we have an update on Woodland Estates? The only thing that um, we had there, I know,
1: Commissioner Donnelly, last month you had um, asked if there was uh, something that was required that they do by the end of April. And I did not see that specific date in their order of condition. But um, we have not checked recently on the status of the detention basin. And if that is all connected and where that is, we may want to send them a letter and ask for an update on that. That was the last project that they were working on under our order of condition.
2: invite someone amongst us to check on October's minutes and you'll see that the discussion was had and shared that April 30 was uh uh specifically uh completed and growing
0: completed and growing
2: uh, okay. April 1st was uh, given the weather uh, April April 1st to April 30th in the ground and and uh growing. And a check of the minutes should clarify that.
1: All right. So we, sh- we could send them uh, a notice and ask them for an update and see um, where that is. What about the connection to the detention basin? I know our request was that they had to do the detention basin. But is that having everything, the drainage connected to it, is that part of normally? having the detention basin installed.
0: Mr. Smith, do you think you could weigh in here? Tim's out there, isn't
4: he? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So- sorry, I had to unmute. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 the, the the detention basin is part of the drainage system and the whole drain and the drainage system should be reviewed in its entirety.
1: All right, so that will be part of the request that we will send to Woodland Estates for an update um, on all of that. Okay, I'll work with Herlin to get that done.
0: Commissioner Donnelly,
2: I don't know. A request is rather polite. That's a nice way to do it. But um, it was an order, order of conditions, and they agreed to it and accepted it. And I don't think we necessarily have to ask for it. Um, uh, put the put the weight of performance on their shoulders and. And let's hold them. Let's hold them to the uh, order of conditions.
1: Yes, uh, I, that was will be what the the letter will be is like to have them prove to us that this has been completed. Is that acceptable, Mr. Donnelly? Yeah, okay. we,
2: here we go asking for it. It's their obligation to submit it to us without a request. The request was made in October.
1: Okay,
4: <clears throat> I see.
2: Ma- Madam Chair,
4: yes, Mr. Snatch. If
2: I. May- yeah
4: if i may Uh, so they if if the commission may recall they also installed a uh, wetlands replication area Um, there's been one growing season that that replication area should be inspected i I don't know that the commission has ever gone out and inspected the the detention base uh i'm sorry not detention base but the, the replication area and we should because if there's for example if there's invasive growing in the uh replication area that's something that we want to have addressed
1: so at this do we have mr smith come out when he has an opportunity to take a look at that for us tim is that something you could do absolutely yes
0: okay um, 170 Arnhow Farm Road.
1: Would you like me to report on that? Or would you like to report on that?
0: Um, I think it would be best if you reported on it. As the chair, I, w- I will call on you to report on that, Joyce. Okay. I-
1: um, we had sort of continued that hearing there was never a hearing open but we asked the owners of 170. Joyce
0: before uh, just so um just to put it just the chair notes that uh, commissioner christian had recused himself for the um, woodland Woodland. estates discussion and has recused himself for the arnhow farm road discussion as well as commissioner helene recusing themselves for the arnhow farm road um, discussion thank you
1: Okay, so um, the new owners of 170 Arnhow Farm, we requested that they come in because the violation um, still exists on the property. And as we know, the violation stays with the property, not the owner. So um, they came in the last time, but we were unable to provide an interpreter for them. Um, and English is not their primary language, so they had asked, um, can we have an interpreter we set up a site visit for april 29th and Herlin, um was able to come with us and interpret we were going to visit the site and explain to the homeowner what was going on and she decided that she did not want to allow us to have a site visit at this time um, she was not aware of the violation when they bought the property she doesn't think that it's her responsibility Where we stand right now is is that she asked to um, contact her real estate agent to find out if the seller ever informed them of the violation. And then we will schedule a new site visit once she's been able to ascertain whether or not that information which should have been available to prospective buyers was ever provided to her. So we'll wait and see in a couple of weeks if we haven't heard anything we will contact them again.
0: Okay, thank you, Um, and uh, Commissioner Donnelly at the site visit did submit some paperwork that was for the record and I was going to read it into the record. Would you like me to read it into the record or is it okay to just submit it to the record? Uh, You you, want to read it.
2: You you sure can or I can, I was going to give a hard copy to the record keeper if you will. Um, Just a bit of background, on July 6th, 2022. I made a motion uh, to submit via certified letter return receipt requested the following notice. To Michelle Matthew, Representative of Lair Realty Partners, 63 Merriam Ave, Leominster, Mass. And also to Slocum, 170 Anhow Farm Road, Fitchburg, Mass. <clears throat> 170 Anhow Farm Road in Fitchburg, Mass is currently listed for sale by Lair Realty Partners, listing agent Mary Matthew, <clears throat> Michelle Matthew. Please be advised with respect to full disclosure that the current property owner is in violation of the Massachusetts Wetlands Protection Act and the City of Fitchburg Wetlands Protection Ordinance. Further, the aforementioned violation is transferable with the property and enforceable upon future heirs and assigns of this property that's a heads up to you and to the potential buyer, respectfully, Fitchburg Conservation Commission. That's in the form of a motion. On August 1st, 2022, my first point of interest was my motion last month via certified of a violation. And my question was, was the motion seconded and accepted? And if so, is a copy of the certified letter return receipt available to the commission? a violation notice to the owner and a $300 fine is recommended uh, policy protocol. I would ask that we direct the owner in writing to file an NOA within 30 days to address the violation continued alteration of the buffer zone resource area after prior notice Um, that's a little bit of history directly to the, the former owner and it simply begs the question if the motion and the vote was affirmative and followed through by this Conservation Commission. I don't have that answer. And then, when all is said and done, I'm less concerned with the wetlands violation as I am with the uh, 100% of the buffer zone. Full 100 feet from the wetland was filled. In short, remove the fill, loam it, seed it, walk away from it, let it return to its natural state is the least that we could uh, require and acceptable to me.
0: Um, as as a as, I'd also like to note that this was originally um, a violation of a rare and endangered species. That it was um, an area was destroyed that was in that habitat, so um, that was what precipitated the entire situation there. And we need to have some documentation <clears throat> that the habitat that was in question for that uh, was indeed restored, um, because that, that that was the original violation.
2: Further, uh, uh, further, uh, there was a uh, use violation at the time to be handled by zoning. Uh, Mass uh, Chapter 140 uh, s- uh, says, and I quote: "No such notice." shall be sent, excuse me, that would be uh, uh, conservation commission performance, shall be sent before all permits, variances, and approvals required by local bylaw with respect to the proposed activity, which are obtainable at the time of such notice, have been obtained. So even performing on that, for a, a, a zoning violation that had yet to have been uh, satisfied was incorrect on our <clears throat> Mike,
3: Michael, I'm not sure I understand what you just said. Could you, could you, could you please
2: rephrase it? Sure, Thank you. Sure. Um, we, we, were, we were asked to act, or we issued an enforcement order, and they came back with a, a uh, remediation plan. So they came back with a remediation plan and filed an NOI. State law says no such notice shall be sent before all permits, which means we don't approve it, before all permits variances and approvals required by local bylaw with respect to the proposed activity which are obtainable at the time of such notice have been obtained (coughs) except that such notice may be such and such (coughs) they were in violation of a zoning board they're looking for permission from us (coughs) prior to getting a variance for a use variance and i'll go back to my original question would we have allowed the filling of 100 percent of a buffer zone for a, a non-conforming use my vote would have been no
0: <clears throat> okay so we need to we need to be working with these these homeowners um moving on to the civic center um we did uh we have some information here that was um, submitted about the, C- the Civic Center. Joyce, do you want to give us an update about the Civic Center? Again, on the same Saturday, April
1: 29th, um, 2023, uh, we also visited the Civic Center um, to review the discharge into Fallula Brook of the white paint that came uh, off the ice that was in the uh, Civic Center ice rink. They have cleaned up, the, the management company that runs the rink has cleaned up that area quite well. Um, but we did find that the berm that kept a lot of the runoff out of Fallula Brook has been breached. Uh, probably during plowing operations in past years by the Civic Center and that. So this is going to continue to happen, whether even though the ice, com- um, ice rink company says they're not gonna use this paint any longer, they're gonna paint permanently the surface in the Civic Center, there still could be discharge into the brook from salt from the parking lots. It tends to be that's where the bowl of everything meets in that area. So we asked, um, Liz was going to contact someone at the um, college because we really need to have them come in. Preferably to file a notice of intent so that we can condition how they should deal with that area in the future because it's going to continue to happen. Happens to be this year it was paint from the ice melt. It's going to be other debris and other chemicals that are still going to flow into the brook if they don't address it. Temporarily, there are straw wattles in place that will contain anything during any, as we just had this weekend, heavy rains. So they are mitigating right now as much as they can.
0: Thank you, Joyce. Commissioner Donnelly, you had submitted materials for the record on April 29th. Um, would you like to speak to that with the Civic Center? Or you, Simply,
2: you they've been dumping uh, They've been dumping ice shavings there for 53 years. I was a junior in high school. <clears throat> and only as uh, clean water predominantly, and, and perhaps if once a year they scraped it, uh, melted the ice, and took any paint off the concrete surface beneath it, then um, it happened no more than once a year. Um, since then, I've been told that uh, that isn't even the case and that they're going to uh, uh, change their paint material so as not to be uh, water soluble. And I think problem solved, uh, uh, kind of a non-issue.
1: Well, I would say this problem is solved, but it brought a bigger problem to light. All of those years when they were disposing of the ice in that area, my estimate is, is that berm was in place. And so it filtered down through that and, and sort of acted as a natural barrier that nothing went into the brook. Since sure. that's been disturbed, they have now created a channel for everything that's in that parking lot to go down into the brook. Which we, you know, unless they can prove to us that there's nothing going down there, then that's fine. But the college needs to address it.
3: Joyce, if I may? Sure, Ralph. Uh, I wasn't able to join you for that sidewalk, but I did go down there and, and took a look at it, um, you know, within a few days after it was reported. And uh, what I observed was that the um, uh, the parking lot above there that's paved, actually all of the water that runs off that parking lot is conducted into a, uh, a discharge area right above that ticket booth and uh, it 's not a matter that a berm was removed that 's the way that the the parking lot was was paved it 's very clear if you if you look up there uh, I do recognize that right where the paint was dumped the, the I should say the ice that had paint in it was dumped. Um, it does look like maybe somebody had uh, maybe removed a berm, but uh, it's hard to know. But um, the more significant thing is this large parking lot above, right above there, which basically has no provision for uh, containment of the runoff. It just goes right into the brook. And this was brought to uh, my attention by Professor Chris Bacconi, who's an environmental science professor at Fitchburg State, who said you know, this would be a good place to put in a system of biotreatment swales or some other uh, set of uh, provisions that would capture and treat that runoff and allow it to infiltrate into the ground rather than just going into the brook. And the same thing could be done behind the building uh, if if uh, Fitchburg State could be convinced that they need to do that. So I, I'm looking at, the, at a larger picture uh, than what was just described that I want to convey to you?
1: Well, that's perfect, and that should the yeah. entire. If there, I I have not looked at other areas, Ralph. So if there are other areas that there's infiltration into the brook, that all is a scope that should be addressed.
0: Yeah, Ralph, I walk that pretty much every day. I walk that loop, and um, I know exactly what you're talking about. The water was really high this after this. Uh, what was that Monday morning? Um, the water was extremely high and had all practically breached into the parking lot there, um, which is just eroding out that, that whole bridge area. It's, it's um, pretty serious.
2: Interestingly enough, the violation goes with the property. Who was the former owner? <laughs> City
3: of Fitchburg.
1: But it's been more, but it's, it's in that case, the, the limitations of time have passed
3: well but my understanding this is a this is a 99 year release to fitchburg state but the city of fitchburg still owns the property
4: Mm.
0: interesting
1: yeah that's interesting
0: well it's definitely an area that we for improvement and uh, an area where we can collaborate to facilitate compliance Um, absolutely and it will have a great impact on the resource
2: move to invite City Engineering, Fitchburg State College, and the powers that be for funding uh, to to uh, take a look at addressing uh, uh, Water treatment prior to entering for Brook.
0: Do we have a, a second? Mike?
2: Uh, if need be. <laughs>
3: I'll, I'll second it, Mike.
0: Okay. Um, Commissioner Baker, this is what I'm gonna call the roll. Commissioner Baker. Aye. Commissioner Christian? Aye. Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner Helene? Aye. Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. And I am going to, I don't think, <laughs> I think I need to re, uh, recuse myself, but uh, I'm I'm going to abstain from voting on that one because my husband works for
2: Fitchburg State. <coughs> Coward, uh, Dr. Abstain. Baker. Let the motion passes. Uh, begs yes, the question whether this little this little thing is included in the uh, uh flood control issue on john Fitch highway it's a little well, thing but a lot of little things make for a big thing
3: so so the michael the reason and, and everyone else the reason that i came to learn about this is because we were viewing this as a potential nature-based solution site under the municipal vulnerability preparedness grant application that we just Spearheaded on behalf of the city and got submitted yesterday. So it while it isn't explicitly part of this project to to solve the problem, it is one of the obvious candidates. And I did talk to Nick Erickson about it and he agreed that it, it would be a good place to direct attention, but I don't believe the city has the resources uh, to be able to fix it. Um, certainly the university might, but I, I can't speak for them either. So, you know, it's fair game to, to invite them to, to talk with us, and that's what we just uh, voted mm-hmm. to ask them to do.
0: It's definitely a problem area. All right, so um, moving forward to other business. We've had some correspondence here that we need to... Um, well, first of all, we've got this... Uh, Municipal Vulnerability um, Action Grant, a letter of support um,
3: you, that you I'd like it, to have a motion and a
0: second to sign. Well,
3: oh, you signed it already.
0: No, this oh, is a mean? different one.
3: A different one, okay. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. I believe
0: we I'm... had three, correct?
3: Yeah, the city. Which one do we need to vote on first? Three, three of them in this round.
5: Okay. So then there's this one that I handed out today. Oh, just from the engineering department. Okay, Okay. thank you, Dr. Weber.
0: If you could review the um, letter from the engineering department. um, On behalf of the City of Fitchburg Conservation and Commission, I'm pleased to support Fitchburg's uh, Municipal Vulnerability Preparedness Action Grant project entitled Blue Green Downtown Fitchburg Climate Action Plan. Does everyone have that? Ralph, do you have it?
3: Well, I I don't know if I have yours, uh, Tracy, but I signed one on behalf of the NRWA, along with Martha, Martha, um, uh, to to support it. So I certainly would be happy to support it on behalf of the Conservation Commission, too.
0: Thank you, Dr. Baker.
2: i read it may i comment not to throw a fly in the ointment but we're we're in the process of uh, building a new library and i don't know how much more money it's going to cost uh, to raise it above the flood level Um, (coughs) it begs the question what causes flooding and forget about that they'll build it above the flood level. But the damage caused by flooding affects us all. It affects the city and each individually. And and one of the causes of the problem is as we keep on sticking our nose where it doesn't belong, and or we develop within the flood zone. And if we if we backed out of the flood zone, um, flooding would still occur, but it wouldn't have the catastrophic effect that we all. Mm-hmm. encounter with that, so so in one hand you're asking me to sign this, and in the other, uh, we're going ahead as a city to uh, redevelop a library uh, in the floodplain, and spending excess money or additional money to make it uh, uh, resilient against flooding. Uh, I, don't I don't know, I'm confused. I see a solution, don't, don't develop in the floodplain if you don't have to. I brought it up at the last meeting and the meeting before. Find another place for the, for the library outside of the flood zone. City of Fitchburg owns land, find another one. Nothing says you have to have it next to the main library or on the footprint of the existing youth library. Uh, far-fetched.
3: It, Michael, if I may, th- th- this plan has been underway now for years. You, you should have weighed in much earlier
2: in the process. It, it was presented to us uh, 30 days ago. The conscom. I'm acting on behalf of the conscom. I, I hear you. But in my capacity as a conscom member. Excuse me. <clears throat>
3: right. Having been on the building committee of the public library um, about four to five years ago, that's when the, this all began to be reviewed, and there was a, there were opportunities for public comment provided at that time. And I believe that they've done the best they can to uh, provide, you know, protection against that kind of flooding, by the way they've designed this, but I I would leave any specific questions for them.
0: Uh, gentlemen, I just want to interrupt here with my apologies and remind us that the uh, library is not on the agenda for tonight. And I'd like us to get back as much as I enjoy um,
2: My comment went to your letter, not to the library. Okay. I use it as an example only.
0: I, 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 I want to hear everyone's comments, but I want to remind everyone that we have to maintain um, adherence to the, what's on the agenda. And on the agenda is um,
2: this I will letter. repeat, I did not address the library. I use as an example to your letter, Dr. <laughs> Baker and Chairman Tracy. Thank
0: you. Motion um,
1: to approve the letter submitted that will be um, in support of the MVP plan submitted by uh, engineering department.
0: Do we have a second for that motion? Second that. Thank you, Commissioner Helene, I'm going to call the roll now, Commissioner Baker. Aye. Commissioner Christian?
2: Aye.
0: Commissioner Donnelly? Abstain. Commissioner Helene? Aye. Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. Commissioner Serafield approves and has signed the document, and I will give it to Liz. And is there anything else we need to vote on? Okay. Okay. Um, Moving forward, we did have um, some correspondence here, and I... That is, um, I wanted to ask Joyce, we have some, um, is there a violation here? I mean, I'm, I don't know what this is that was. Which are you looking at now? Ms. Herland. Um That is. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is, but
6: okay. I have that on the agenda.
1: Do we want to do the certificate it, a of very, compliance?
0: Yeah, certificate of compliance. A certi- okay, so. Um, we have Can you explain re- what we have here for a certificate of compliance? Yep. Yeah, um we, um, Herline
1: got a request from an attorney um, for a certificate of compliance for a sale of a condominium at the Ashley Ridge Condominiums. Um, and this is dating back to 1985, which has not been completed. Um, and what we would have been doing with projects like this is we just issue a partial compliance certificate for this one unit. Um, and it happens to be, the address is 535 South Street, Unit 211. And furthermore, it's Unit 211D, Ashley Ridge Condominium. We would issue a partial certificate of compliance to facilitate the sale of that property, that one property, as we've done in the past. So, motion to approve for the one condominium.
2: Seconded.
0: Okay, I'm going to call the roll. Commissioner Baker? Aye. Commissioner Christian? Aye. Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner Helene? Aye. Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. Commissioner Sarefield. aye. The motion passes to, uh, do we have something to sign? okay now i did have joyce do you did you bring this in this piece of paper that's got the minneapolis avenue oh that's michael commissioner oh okay
2: at 65 minneapolis avenue hold on a
0: second hold on a second we had some correspondence from mr dueling here um that's related to a um a cell phone tower Is that correct, sir? Please come up to the podium if you would. Mr. Dooling, uh, welcome.
7: Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. Yeah, on Monday morning, uh, 4 a.m., came out of my house in the South Tower Road. At the end of Wanoosnark Road was flooding, uh, breaching and flooding over the the gate and took pretty much, as you can see, it washed away. So now that has run into the uh, portion of Wanoosnake Road. All the debris and gravel (coughs) is in the roadway in front of my house. And a lot of silt, and I believe a lot of it went down the brook. I have a picture of it at 4 AM before. What I did is I, excuse me. Mm -hmm. What I did is I shoveled it out at 4. This was yeah. That's so, how wash, away. Yeah. so I did what I could to uh, stop it from going over the drainage and uh, going into the brook. <clears throat> so now the roadway is uh, Mr. Dunley, uh, Commissioner Donnelly was, I'm sorry, whatever the term is. Went up there today to do a site work, and he's pretty up on what it looks like at this point.
0: Mr. Dooling, thank you for bringing this to our attention.
4: Yes. Um, Ma- Madam Chair. Uh, yes. Madam Chair, this is Tim speaking. Uh-huh. Uh, th- th- this is not the first time this, this has happened. This-, this also happened years ago and um, i forget if we if the commission issued an enforcement order but um the commission did uh have the cell tower owner come before the commission the cell tower owner presented a a plan to um to mitigate the the situation the the water comes it's a very steep hill and the water comes uh, there's a lot of flow and it just um, and I remember they installed like uh, some, some swales on the, on the side of the road to capture the water. And, and I believe there was riprap in the swales. But at any rate, there, there was um, um, some uh, mediation put in place. My, my, my guess is that those swales over time have been covered over with sediment and it, it's time to go back to the property owner once again and say, hey, you need to, you need to fix this problem. So uh, there is history on the site.
8: May I speak? Yeah. Um, we've been in contact um, with the, um, the applicants um, for, the, for the tower. We have a meeting or a, for a call set up tomorrow to talk oh. about the road. Um, we're looking to find out what they're going to do for mitigation, and we're requesting them to clean it, the site up. Um, I can also uh, refer them to report to the Conservation Commission as well. Um, The planning board is very much interested in in making sure that they're following their conditions and that the road is maintained. Um, So that's kind of the status, and I should have more information um, hopefully soon.
0: Thank you. You're welcome.
8: Thank you. The chair
0: recognizes Chantel and thanks her. Um, If you could give us a report after that meeting, Mm -hmm. some documentation.
2: May I, Madam Chair? Yes. Uh, The planning board is doing their part. Uh, The Conservation Commission has a responsibility to do our part as well. Um, uh, Some history, Uh, the the land was owned by uh, Joe Panditio and leased to Verizon or whatever communication for the facility to put the tower up. Uh, They built the road, uh, I have some more pictures, none more telling than that. Um, The road failed, they're going to have to repair it. It's important that they repair it up to snuff and not simply so they can use it to access their tower. Our concern should be uh, all of that material is in Manusnock Brook and at the base of of the hill and across from uh, mr dillings home uh is a detention pond or a, a, a settling pond and uh the catch basin uh, it is not functioning that's a, a small part even if it were functioning the nest, the next rainstorm it would not be functioning uh, in a nutshell While they're discussing it with the planning board, I'd like the the conservation commission to recommend the owner or leasee provide constructive remediation plan for long-term stability and to report to the ConsCom uh, for that directly. Um, And that's all part of the paper trail. Thank you.
0: Did you get that? thank you. Yeah, we'll expect them, we can invite them to the next meeting. Mm-hmm. so they can submit their plans. Okay.
4: So, Ma- Madam Chair? Yes, Mr. Tim Smith. Speaking. Yeah, so just to, to frame the issue, there, there really are two issues, right? There's the, um, they need to restore the road and, and create, uh, mitigate the road from washing out in the future, but we also have a violation where we have sediment um, that's in a, uh, a protected resource area so that sediment needs to re- be removed from the resource area they need to do something to address that because of, uh, a, re- a resource area has been impact- impacted in violation of the wetlands protection act so there's the two issues there's the fix the road make sure it doesn't happen again is issue number one and issue number two is it caught it, it impacted a resource area you need to correct that and address that
2: while a violation exists, Tim, did they cause the violation, or is it a natural occurrence?
4: Well, they didn't. They didn't do maintenance, right? And it's their property. They're they're responsible for it.
2: Thank you.
1: We could issue a violation notice, just a notice, not an enforcement order, at this point, um, and at least have it on record that there is a violation in place. And again, emphasize that. They need to contact the Commission, appear at our next meeting, and come with a plan as to how they're going to remedy that violation. So we
2: we should issue a notice so that it's on record. Motion to issue a violation notice and invite them to the next meeting with a remediation plan.
4: I'll second that. And Mike, this is the second time this has happened.
2: Uh I, all right, I'll believe you. I, I kinda remember stuff like this. I don't remember that's that, that, that happening.
4: I, I clean up
7: the area uh, quite often there's al- there's always runoff, yeah nothing like this. this is catastrophic, yeah. but I am on a constant cleaning of the roadway and
4: sweeping in
2: Tim a water bar inappropriate for a travelway if it 's all private traffic
4: oh no absolutely that that that's absolutely could be one of the uh best management practices that's implemented here. You gotta get the water off that road, it's gonna, it's gonna continue to, to erode. And then you need to slow down the energy, you need to slow the water down. So,
2: while so, driving, uh, while traveling up uh, uh, Mount Washington on the Cog Railway, um, what they used up there for water bars was pretty cool. godrail rail. So they had 10 or 20 foot sections of guardrail laid down and everything was flush with the guardrail except for the dip. And that dip <laughs> their roads
9: would...
10: just got totally screwed up too, and they had to close it completely down, and it's closed for events and everything else right now from the recent rains. So it might work, but <laughs> yeah. it might work better than what they had.
2: Um it was it was unique. I never saw the guardrail before. And it was functioning as a water bar.
10: Mm.
0: Okay. Um we have a motion and a second, so I'm going to call for um, a vote. Commissioner Baker? Aye. Commissioner Christian? Aye. Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner Helene? Aye. Sorry. Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. Commissioner Sarefield? Aye. So the motion passes, so please um, let them know. Uh, Chantal, please let them know then. Happen, um, and Mr. Dooling thank you.
7: Thank you we, very much, uh, everybody. I'm just happy to see it cleaned up and protect the environment.
0: And also, um, the commission would like to thank you for keeping that area clean because you are keeping the sediment out of the the drainage system, and um, that's that is definitely something that helps. So thank you.
7: No problem. Thank and you thank very much. thank you for much. letting us know. I appreciate it.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm going to. crazy yeah. Jeff has his hand Jeff, up. The
7: picture that I gave you was at four a.m what i did is i cleaned up the drain so it would drain into the mm-hmm. into the basin rather than breaching over the road
1: it so then like what you see
7: good. there a lot of that ended up washing away what had already gone through thank you i'm going to stay for
0: the meeting
7: i just interested okay thank you if
0: you stay long we're going to make you be on the commission mr <laughs> 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 okay yeah.
7: Fontaine,
0: jr mm-hmm. and had correspondence with him so i appreciate it all right um regarding uh, the correspondence from um, mr or uh, commissioner donnelly we've got this uh, would you like to discuss this is this something uh, just Jason,
2: just comments nothing more uh okay. 15,
3: excuse me excuse me please jeff hillman has had his hand up for a while oh
0: i'm sorry oh okay yep jeff go ahead
9: Good evening board I just wanted to comment about uh, that last topic um, from the res- or the research that my co-workers and I did uh, the city owns up to Glen ave in terms of into uh, the right of way for the property or for the, the um, well, I guess what the city would be responsible for so from from Glen ave up to that cell phone tower part of that road that cell phone tower road is obviously owned by Verizon at least implied. Um, the section, so the reason why I'm commenting is the section that has the bridge with the steel plates, to our knowledge, the city doesn't own that. Um, so I would be concerned about if, in fact, whoever put the steel plates there was at Verizon, because um, one concern was uh, our foreman went up there to try to help out, um, but he had to stop short of the cell phone tower because of the steel plates on the bridge. He was unsure if he could make it across it. and. A make a cross, B come back. Um, so I just want to bring that to the board's attention that the steel plates on that bridge. We're not sure if those are who owns those, but it's not to our knowledge. It's not the DPW. So we have a
0: picture of the steel plate
6: on yeah. the bridge.
0: Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. That's critical information. Change anything?
9: Hmm. It's this one? Right. Yes, those right there.
0: Mr. dueling, do you is this where you live? Uh, <clears throat>
7: A, a granite bridge under there and they cracked the bridge or dislodged the bridge while putting the uh, tower in and also they made them repave because they, they destroyed the road going in. Thank you. Which is, uh, they paved from basically maybe 60 feet back from the steel plate up to where the, uh, the picture I sent you, where the tower road comes down. It was. An, it, it took years. It was undrawn for a long time.
0: So it's probably pretty documented. Then I'm guessing.
7: I don't know if it's been inspected. Pretty much the road was not doing bad. The big problem has been the dirt road washing down over the the drainage over the grate. And right now, if you look, the grade is about ten inches below the road. The uh, the the South Tower Road is used to be at grade level with the grates now the soil is maybe eight to ten inches above which probably means it's been washing down and been going into the grate into the pond it's collapsed and uh, I believe like I said the roadway now is way higher than the grate so I don't think the grate has collapsed I think the road's been coming down the soil's been going into the grate and then maybe filling up that retention pond could I say one other thing When they put the cell power in, they destroyed the roadway. And I'm afraid that they're going to do that again, trying to repair the road, because it took years to get them to replace that section of roadway. And uh, the planning board, there's still two members on the planning board that were involved in the whole. uh, Father Karen and Paul Fontaine Jr. Pretty much were there for the whole, every meeting. Many, many meetings
0: okay thank you mr dueling uh jeff uh did you hear uh, did you hear what mr dueling said
9: about the steel uh, I plates i actually did not it was kind of muted
0: okay the steel plates i'm oh. sorry you should have come up to, i'm sorry he should have come up to the um podium no the steel plates go ahead if you want to go up and okay um, mr dueling has disclosed that the steel plates were placed there um, Per an order um, for the uh, Verizon, had to put them there.
7: Uh, no, I believe C, uh, CBA along with the cell tower. The cell, were, oh, the the cell, cell tower.
8: tower. I, I think it was part of the uh, decision uh, that was uh, their their site plan and special permit.
7: Okay. Yeah, I believe. Okay. It have went Thank you. This commission, but I believe. Thank I believe you. It was all conditions put on by the planning board. Which was the repairing or the, not even a repair, a covering of the granite bridge and then putting in the dirt road and repairing the roadway from the Glen, you know, where it ends at Glen Ave to where it connects to the Cell uh, Road.
0: Mr. Smith, do you recall this?
4: I do. I do. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I, think I, the- I do. I do recall it. Yep.
0: What, when was this? I mean, we need to get some of the plans out and review them, I think.
4: I, you know, I, I, I can look back at my records. It was a long time ago. I, I've got, I'd have to look back at my records.
0: Okay, thank you, Mr. Smith.
2: The engineer somewhat confirmed that our earlier discussion was all about private property owned by them and not city property. He confirmed that to some degree. And with regard to the plates or the roadway, um, you must have a right of way through his property to your house. Yes. Okay, so that's a, that road condition, or that bridge condition is one uh, uh, for his access purposes, that's his problem. For the uh, uh, brook integrity of the brook, that would be our problem. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, all private property and we're on point for our earlier discussion, uh, holding them accountable for it.
7: Okay. I agree. I believe the, ro- the road was in pretty, uh, the, the tower was in pretty good condition except for one area where they brought some trucks in recently on the right hand side of the road prior to uh, before the steel bridge. But that all this road condition everything was the planning board uh, permitted the special permit with conditions that they make the roadway what you know, the condition it was previous to the cell tower building of the cell tower is where the damage was done to the road so i'm if if it goes back to where it was i'm happy but the the problem is all the dirt and debris that has washed sure. down thank you
0: thank you mr Dooling. thank you harlan for pulling that up um maybe you can send that out maybe you could get that to mr smith and um thank you mr dilling we'll
5: get on top of that
7: Yes, con- I have been in contact with them. Okay. And I believe they're up for a renewal of their special permit. Re- coming up real soon.
8: It's just a Okay. Okay.
7: In the meantime, they can't access the uh, tower. So maybe if there was a fire or some type of problem, it be... If they have to get up there, they're not going to be able to get a vehicle up there. For emergencies or whatever. So you.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to have a phone call. Okay. okay. So, hopefully, I will learn more. Um, the planning board may want them to come to one of their meetings as well. So, that may be a possibility. so
0: well, I mean, a motion passed that they're going to be invited to our next meeting. Yes. So you might want to remind them. Right, exactly. Okay. okay. Um, so, uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Absolutely. Um, Minneapolis Avenue, brennan Are you going to go on with
2: this? Well, simply uh, 55. We approved, and our new house went up. It's a beautiful home on Minneapolis Ave. Uh, next to order it, it owned, was owned and continues to be owned by the developer, the builder. 65 Minneapolis is what I called it, and uh, simply there's a stump dump there. And I addressed it personally with him. He was unaware. Well, he was aware. He put the stumps there. Uh, But I simply recommend removal uh, of the stumps and a wetland demarcation at 65 million Appisav, the owner being Ian Brennan. Uh, If he removed them, I think the commission would be happy. It is a violation. If you want to get punitive, he could pay for that violation. He is aware of it, and it's been more than a year that we agreed that he'd move them. Your call.
0: Okay, Um, southeast corner of Electric Avenue and Rollstone Road, City of Fitchburg, Cemetery Department, Uh, violation dumping stockpiling spoils from the Forest Hill Cemetery within Sandbrook, 200-foot riverfront. Um, Do you want to speak to that?
2: Largely, um, one one and a half issues: uh, introduction of invasive species. A Japanese knotweed goes to disturb soil and from off-site, bringing to new new spots. And then um, I have some documentation, past documentation, as to examples: cemetery department uh, spoils. And then, secondly, at that particular site. I believe that this, we're establishing, establishing a presumptive access to future cemetery expansion. Um, that area's been used lately, 10 years, 15 years, and they are designing a new cemetery on that side. Uh, there's a book there. I wanted to bring it to the forefront that any plan, and we offered to work with them to get in and develop their cemetery without encroaching on Sandy Road. Nothing has come to the Conservation Commission with regard to that, but I'm bringing it to you about stockpiling material there that could introduce Japanese knotweed. If I may back that up, in 2013, on July 29th, I uh, brought it to the Conservation Commission's attention and uh, I'm sorry, on 1985, we'll predate that. Uh, a cease and desist order at Forest Hill Cemetery was issued. Nothing happened. I brought it back again in 2013. It was addressed. In 2018, it was addressed to our satisfaction. They cleaned up their act of stockpiling material over what was called Froggy Pond. Not before an enormous amount of Japanese knotweed was introduced. Um, I, as well as another commissioner, uh, have worked hard over time to eradicate invasive species on land that we own, whether it's Japanese knotweed, hopefully not, but but uh, wild rose or uh, other invasives. Um, I find another place to dump is the short and the long of it. Um, that's what I'm asking. Uh, them to do and i bet if asked they would because they were very compliant took them a while but uh very compliant in the past at froggy pond the next intersection down Mm -hmm. okay that's it that's not a request to find another place to dump cemetery spoils and because there is not weed there introduced by them take out some of that soil put it it in the landfill, or or excuse me, where they're they're selling that piece on Airport Road full of knotweed that they've transferred there.
0: Um, Do we have someone that can, where's the cemetery in the org chart for Fitchburg? (laughs) I guess we'll start there. So that
5: falls under DPW. OK. okay. Okay.
0: And then there's a cemetery Uh, commission, so this commission The superintendent, manager. yeah, Mr. Smith and I years ago met with the cemetery superintendent. Do you remember when that was, Tim? I honestly don't remember. It was pre-COVID. Tim, uh, Mr. Smith and I went and met with the the cemetery superintendent. Yes, and um,
4: I, guy, I remember it well, Tracy. Yes,
0: we took them some donuts, and uh, yep. it was sure. yeah, and perhaps we just need to bring to their attention again that this dumping maybe they can find a different place because of the issues that commissioner donnelly has brought up
10: okay back to the the ian Brennan issue did we have we done anything on that we just kind of moved forward without having having any resolution are we going to send him a letter or would you
2: my points so are sharing with the conservation commission you could throw them in a round file you could do something with them or nothing with them i'm bringing it to your attention much the same as mr Durling did tonight
0: um commissioner helene okay. do you want to make a motion that a formal letter be sent
10: yeah absolutely
0: he should clean that up and um do we have a second
9: second
0: okay All. let me call the roll commissioner baker i Commissioner Christian?
3: Aye.
0: Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner Helene? Aye. Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. Commissioner Sarefield, aye. And so we want to have a letter that asks them to stop. um,
1: Do we want to issue it as a cease and desist notice or just a a polite notice to begin with?
2: What do you think is best? they'll, They'll do it.
0: So they'll we'll just, they'll we'll do just, it if we
2: ask.
1: So we'll just issue them an, a polite letter that said we're concerned about this and, and so, all right, I'll work with Herlin on that.
0: Okay, thank you Joyce. Now we have on South Street, a condo development. Did they request a certificate of compliance? Well, that's
1: yeah, the one that we just did, yeah, just, the Ashley oh, Ridge, okay. Oh, okay. so that's a check.
0: Yeah. And then we've got the Arnhau Farm Road, so we did review that.
3: Okay. okay. Excuse me, Tracy, Anything did we
0: take place for was someone talking there?
3: Yeah, yes, Ralph. I was.
0: Yes, Dr. Baker.
3: Did we bring the matter of the uh Sandbrook issue in the cemetery to some sort of closure?
0: Well, we made a motion to send a letter to the cemetery asking them to stop dumping there and find and clean it up and find a different place. So
3: it, right, I didn't know. I didn't notice that we actually
2: voted on that motion. Did we?
0: Yes. Did we vote? Oh, on no.
2: It? There oh. was no. Uh, there was no motion, um, so we didn't vote on it.
0: I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm it was Minneapolis. Was we voted on? Yes. Okay. Let's vote on. Um, the cemetery. I'm sorry about
10: that, Tracy. It's okay. I think you said that you were gonna work with them directly, like the yeah. um, groundskeeper of the said. cemetery. I think that that was what you were talking about doing for that mm-hmm. one. But mm-hmm. let's send them a letter to keep it official. I think so. I motion to yes, send them Mary a letter. Yes, Mary
0: made a motion. And we it voted. We're gonna we send them on. a nice letter saying, please okay.
1: make sure. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Did Commissioner yeah. Baker not Jeff get called as up. far as the role?
6: He did. i think he, yeah, I jeff think has he his hand up
1: oh okay all right but we're not doing we're not doing anything we didn't determine to do anything with minneapolis correct
0: no because commissioner donnelly oh said my it was the same go ahead Is commissioner
2: she was at about too- minneapolis not yeah. about cemetery currently commissioner- on correct. minneapolis we didn't vote on cemetery to my understanding <laughs> I'm with Donnelly on this one. What was
0: that? What did he say?
1: Mary, can I can I jump in here? You you were asking for a letter to the cemetery department, correct?
10: For both. No, I was talking about Minneapolis because we moved on to the secondary thing about the the cemetery, and nobody said anything. There was about no resolution of right. Minneapolis. Oh, so then I, so I said, the hey, position. we never even talked about Minneapolis. Let's talk about that, let's get a motion in place. So we have the letter from Minneapolis, and quite frankly, it seems to be almost the same issue with the cemetery, so I think we should do the same thing. Okay.
0: okay. Is, is that a motion, Mary, to send a letter to Minneapolis? It is a motion.
11: Yes, okay. it's a motion. Okay. Do we have a Thank second you. on that? Sure.
0: Okay, then this is related to sending a letter to Minneapolis Avenue, 65 Minneapolis. No, we
3: voted on that. Hmm? We- we already voted on that, Tracy. Yes. Right now, we're turning our attention oh. back to the cemetery, and Jeff Hillman's hand is up.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm. Jeff. Jeff's hand is up. Jeff, go ahead, I Jeff.
9: I apologize, board. Um, if it makes it easy, I've actually been working with the cemetery um, with a, a related project for expansion. If you, if it, ma- if it makes it easy, if it's the commission, I, if you want me to be the middleman, I can reach out to uh, Jacqueline, who's the cemetery super. Uh, and just uh, express the concerns to them. If it makes it easy. If not, uh, it's up to you.
1: So let's give the cemetery department an opportunity to clear it up on their own with, with Mr. Hillman speaking to them. The letter will go out to Minneapolis. We voted on that. The cemetery, let's let Mr. Hillman speak to them and Mr. Hillman, then you can report back as to what they plan on doing, if anything. And if they don't do anything, then we can address it at a later time. So that would mean the motion would have to be withdrawn.
10: Can we have someone withdraw the motion? I withdraw my motion to send a letter to the cemetery. <laughs> thank you.
2: And Mary, thank you for the fight, because I will repeat, 1985. Nothing transpired till 2013, but they jumped on it when in 2018.
0: Okay. Do we have to vote to rescind a motion, Does, or is the motion just rescinded? Okay. To withdraw the motion. You didn't vote on it. Okay. So we're good. Okay. So then I think that clears us. Do we have anything else? Um, I to have do? two more things. One easy one first. Herlyn, can you call
1: up the um, Document Center um, file? And I just actually want to thank Herlyn for this. We have added a folder that everybody should be aware of. It's called Final Determination. Mm-hmm. And anytime we issue an order of condition or whatever we do that we vote on, we are now going to post in that folder. Um, And so if you want to go back and look at what's a, you know, find an order of condition that we never had access to before the actual physical document, they will be now in this folder for all of 2023. So everything that we issued for an order of condition or a negative determination or whatever our final vote was on determinations for projects, they're going to be posted in this in this folder. Right now, we've just started with the Emanuel Lutheran Church. Um, that's the first one that's there, so six months from now, you want to go back and check what the order of condition is for the Emanuel Lutheran Church. You can go to the documents folder, check final determinations, and everything will be posted there.
2: Just wanted to share.
0: Thank you. Commissioner Donnelly.
2: Can I share some some, some business here? Yes, please. Uh, let's say. Well, first of all, uh, uh, it was brought to the Conservation Commission's attention uh, several years ago of the failing wall and on How Farm Road. Uh, they call that It mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Could be, huh? Uh, at any rate, the, the block wall was failing. Uh, someone hit the guardrail early on and the uh, vertical post disrupted the retaining wall. Nothing has been done in 10 to 15 years. Should that access to the high school be impassable, how would that we go through Ashby to get to Fitchburg High? Doesn't make a lot of sense. That should be addressed. It sits on top of the brook and it ought to be addressed. At the time it was a beaver and a beaver dam that was the problem. Um, when If not addressed, and that wall fails, access to the high school would be nasty. I I think you'll agree. Anyway, that's a DPW issue. Um, Section 40 of uh, uh, chapter uh, 141 says, uh, notice public hearings for this commission. Notice of the time and place of said hearing shall be given by the hearing authority. Listen, ladies. Can I say ladies? At the expense of the applicant. So when I see a Fitchburg Conservation Commission check paying for an advertisement in the Fitchburg Sentinel, I'm confused, unless the applicant paid for that ad. But I've seen written checks to the Fitchburg Sentinel out of our account. For those ads do i we just still want posted in the on the in the newspaper excuse me do we still post it in the newspaper it has to be by law
6: yes it's they
2: haven't changed it yet i'm bringing it to your attention that the applicant pays for the ad not the conservation commission's account and that's per master of the law and I'm, i we don't have to know but whoever posts the ad does
1: but sure. i have a question what if there are multiple hearings posted on that same day, who pays how much?
2: I don't have that answer. I that just would
6: be for us to decide. It's something that <clears throat> we're implementing as we're going through a transition into the department, um, and Liz can attest to this. We are working to implement some fees that have not been implemented in the past. Um, it is true, Commissioner Adani is correct, we have been um, taking on the cost of those fees, which can be kind of heavy sometimes, depending on how many um, hearings are posted at a time. So I think in the future, we plan to either make an account so that people can pay for those fees, but it's something that um, lists can
5: provide more information on. So we've already been talking with the planning board and um, the city council about making some potential changes to our fee structures for and this. Maybe it's a little bit different for Conservation Commission because I know the fee structure starts at the state level and that kind of trickles down to us. But, um, but we do want to make sure that we are either factoring in the costs of the legal ads into our fee structure or separately having them pay the fees. And, and the question is just around the logistics because it's not, it's, a, it's like a per word um, cost for advertisement so it's not like a fixed amount that we could just say give us a check for $175 for the legal fee it's based on the wording and the fee and then there's as Harlan said if we have two um, different uh, parties that are on the same fee you know we have to figure out how to split that up so um, it is our intention to, to move that forward but figuring out logistically how to do that in the in the um, most efficient way is,
2: is where we're at right now, so The state has given you the authority and directed you to charge them and not us. And that's your problem, you, you'll figure it out, that's all. You'll, exactly. you'll figure it out, you're working on it now. Yes. Very good, yep. thank you. Um, regarding Fitchburg Wetlands Ordinance, uh, 2.4 fee schedule. This is over here, but it, it's absolutely for those at the front desk. At the time of an application, the applicant shall pay a filing fee specified within these regulations. The fee is in addition to that required by the Wetlands Protection Act and regulations. Our Fitchburg Wetlands Ordinance allows us, directs us, to collect the fee in addition to the Wetlands Protection Act fee. The Wetlands Protection Act fee, all notices uh, Notices of intent filed pursuant to 310 shall be accompanied by a filing fee. A brief statement indicating how the applicant calculated the fee. That goes to the Commonwealth. The remainder of said fee shall be made payable by check or money order to the city or town in which the, the work is to be performed. We all know that. To my knowledge, we haven't been charging a fee for the Wetlands Protection Act. The City Council voted on it, authorized us to do it. We should be doing it. How much was the fee was a question over here. The the author of the Wetlands Protection Act for the City of Fitchburg anticipated 100% of the Massachusetts filing fee was a Fitchburg Wetlands Ordinance fee. A hundred percent of it. Therefore, we should be getting that for each application, only if they're aware of it. And I'm asking the powers that be to, be, to make them aware of
5: it. Thank you for raising this issue. Um, counselor, I mean, Commissioner uh, Jacobs has actually been talking to me about this and h- helping to educate us on this issue. Um, and it is another piece that we are looking to try to incorporate into our process. To make sure that we collect that fee.
0: Thank you.
2: I have a bill for $279.77 that I submitted in 2017. <laughs> I asked if I could put it in writing I would, I, I, or resubmit it. Okay. I did. It never got paid. I'm not holding my breath. I don't think that that's any way to run a business.
0: Um, thank you, Commissioner Donnelly. Well, you're welcome. And uh, do we have any other commissioners that have, would like to speak? I have one
1: more okay. item, and then I will also step away, because this has to do with Mad River Solar. But. This is the only way to present it. Um, we were informed today that they have in fact paid um, their bond. Um, that's been set in place, so I assume that means that things are going forward. However, as we're talking about letters that probably need to go out um, in these special conditions, that they are supposed to get in place, the drainage basin, and um, best management practices for water bars, compost waddles, in- implement mitigation for runoff. And I bring that up because I did get an email from neighbors this weekend about runoff off the hill and flooding of their property. So I think it, it probably um, should the commission choose to bring them back in and see where we are with that and I will now step away.
8: Can
0: we have a motion and a second to call mad river solar back in is it mad river solar that we need to talk to um Uh,
3: i i move that we um provide notification to the proponent reminding them of their obligations
0: thank you dr baker do we have a second
11: second. i second that
0: okay well this is communicating with the mad Mad river solar at all to um have them come in and meet with us next month so uh commissioner baker
3: Aye. but that isn't actually what i said in my motion oh okay i said notification i don't know that it shouldn't be necessary for them yeah, to meet with us
0: you're correct
11: uh, uh, oh, about like things. like their letter of their order of conditions and, and so on and you know their initial filing and what they're responsible for i would say needs to get nailed out of them dr baker would you agree
3: yes that's that's that was my intent exactly okay. Mayor.
0: okay and we have a Perfect. motion to send in a letter to mad river solar at all you call them the the proponent what was your wording ralph
3: Proponents, because you didn't know exactly who okay. it was that it should okay. be addressed to, so I just said proponents.
0: Thank you, the, the proponent. Commissioner Baker? Aye. Commissioner Christian? Aye. Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner Helene? Aye. Commissioner Serfield, um aye. Commissioner Jacob says recuse themselves. So the motion passes. Thank you.
6: I have something that I'd like to address with the commissioners. On our calendar, it states that the July meeting will be held on Wednesday, July 5th. And I know we're a little bit early, but if you guys can keep that in mind so that maybe we can decide a date either tonight or for the next meeting, have a date in mind that you guys would like to change that to. Or I'm not sure if the city's even open that day. I'm not sure. It's a Wednesday, July 5th. I'm not sure if you guys would want to come in that day, or if the meeting would be completely hybrid, or if you want to switch the date.
11: Uh, yeah, we can certainly think about that. Yes. Does anybody have any plans? I don't have any hard plans, but that's a busy week, so it might make sense to do maybe the following week. Would that be possible?
1: Do we know if the If the room is open on the 12th?
11: Yeah, that's the problem. So I can
6: check if you guys can agree on a date, um, and then just email me those dates, and I can check with the legislative building staff and see what's available.
0: Okay.
1: I would think if we could move it out a week, that probably would be best. The first week of July is usually taken with vacations and holiday. But it's going to depend on whether or not we have access to this facility.
0: Or we could make it a hybrid, uh, a remote meeting. I mean, we've had a number of remote we- meetings. We can fire that up.
6: So as of right now, the building is empty on July 12th. There's nothing scheduled. OK. Do Wait, we
0: have a motion uh, to amend our um, calendar to July 12th for the meeting? So moved. I'll second that. Uh, Commissioner Baker. Aye. Commissioner Christian. Aye. Commissioner Donnelly. Aye. Commissioner Helene. Aye. Commissioner Jacobs. Aye. Commissioner Serafield. Aye. Okay so that's it you can work with them to get the room booked thank you. Anything else? Do <laughs> you have anything else? One more
6: thing. Yes. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, I was going over with Liz um, with minutes in regards to last year's and previous minutes, and it looked like they were just transcripts. I'm not sure if you guys want me to do a summary like we have been doing for the planning board. And then, um, I'm sorry, the planning board has decided that going forward they will like a summary for their minutes with the transcript attached. And a section where it states for specific conversations or discussion, please refer to the attached transcripts. I'm not sure if you guys would like that too, or would you like to continue with the actual transcripts or because there are no minutes. They're just all drafts that have not been completed.
0: It's good that you're thinking about this. And we're
11: looking at a year's worth. A lot of work
1: whatever is easiest for
11: i think a summary would be nice um especially just just the motions what they what was voted on and what the next steps were um that would be my preference if if anybody else has anything to offer go ahead that's mine too. Yeah,
5: if i may that ahead, that's Liz. exactly what we were thinking is getting them you know the things like motions into a a, a summary document um, you know, and then attaching the transcripts as uh, so that you could see the uh, conversations that happened, but you'd have that one or two pages of just the motions um, <clears throat> notices, things like that, the basics from the agenda.
11: Yeah, and we definitely would want to know like what the applicant's response would be and what their next step we're going to be so that we can hold them accountable as well like that would be crucial but that sounds like a great idea
0: thank you because um while this is yes thank you well this is important now it's even more critical to have this information as a matter of public record for say 20 years from now when um, commissioner donnelly uh, reminds us that he submitted that uh, receipt in 2017.
2: <laughs> the burden of uh, the burden was it legibility or time to put a, a, a total synopsis of our meetings? What was the what was the burden? Time constraint?
6: Neither the um, the backlog.
5: Oh, yeah. Okay. Could, I, mean, I don't think we can speak to why it didn't happen. N- is that what you're asking no
2: i'm what? asking what the burden is to get it done now with
5: it's the back the backlog time just for in time and just, for, and time, and can just we, efficiency can we,
2: can we yeah. sub it out um uh, there's been oftentimes you're very uh, madam chair a stickler about rules and robert's rules and mm-hmm. and abstaining etc and uh minutes of a meeting are being a stickler um, Absolutely. can we sub it out no no problem we did have a conversation with the
5: city solicitor about how we needed to to do these minutes if we were going to look at transcripts so as far as um the law goes this this is okay to do this we're not saying i mean we will definitely we would do you know, meeting started at this, here's who's present, here's the motions, here's the correspondence, you know, here there's certain action items that need to be into a summary, we would do that. It's just that the the conversations, the back and forth would be only in the transcript and we would refer to that.
0: Yes, and I think what we'll have to do is um, make a motion to accept this as first, but then we're gonna have to have a separate meeting where we hammer out approving all these minutes Um, because there is a backlog and um, none of them have been approved for quite a quite some time now because we simply didn't have them so um how you know we can move forward but we are going to have to make a motion number one to approve this um
11: If if I may, the good news is that now we have the full transcript. So if you go back and, like, yeah, we see all the pertinent information on the front, you know, cover page. If there's something that we need to go into detail with, we have a full transcript now because it's digital, right? So I I would argue that it's not really worth somebody's time to be taking minutes when we have a full transcript as well as, like, pertinent items right up front and center um
2: but you know whatever we want to do i'd rather the the minutia of discussion and decisions recorded than signing off on the minute accepting the minutes mm-hmm. accepting the minutes is a formality but the minutia of discussion and decisions that's what i would i would call on five years from now so so is there a problem with subbing out at, recording at those point, minutes? Have a third could party do it. It wouldn't be through. your backlog. wouldn't be your burden.
0: No, I think we have it because we're taping the. I think we just. They
5: turn on the transcript, right? We get the transcript from FAT.
2: Right.
0: No, yeah. we have the transcripts. It's uh, just a matter of what are we yeah. going to do with them now? Do we want a synopsis, like an executive summary?
11: through the minutiae. There's something that comes up where you want to read. If you want to read the discussion that we had on a certain topic, you can can now do that because we have the transcript, is what I'm saying. So I think it would be nice to have like all the, you know, what we actually decided on the note. And if if something pops up later, we can go back and read into it.
6: The perfect example would be this. So in the minutes, I would post. In the, in the summarized minute, it would be a dis, like a, the discussion over the approval of minutes, and then refer to transcripts for this discussion. The back and forth. It's yes. it's more permanent, I'm sorry, Liz. It's more right. permanent with planning board where we have a butters come up mm. and discuss things that aren't always necessarily relevant to the actual topic at hand. Um, but if you guys don't think that's appropriate for Conservation we're totally fine. Right.
5: And just to be clear, the transcript is in writing and would be attached to the minutes. It would be a part of the package. It's Correct. not like they'd be two separate documents that you have to look for. Yeah.
2: Continue your plan. I like it. Yeah. yeah, so the
5: summary and the transcript I think would be fine. Yeah. sorry. Do
1: we
0: need a motion for that? Sorry would for you that. Like you want, yes. Do you want to make a motion that we accept that moving forward?
2: Motion to accept that moving forward. Second. Second.
0: Second. Okay, Commissioner Baker. Aye. Commissioner Christian. Aye. Commissioner Donnelly. Aye. Commissioner Helene. Aye. Commissioner Jacobs. Aye. Commissioner Serafield, aye. Thank you, and we'll just work through that backlog. I mean, nobody wants to get a year's worth of minutes, the transcripts for a year's worth of minutes. There just isn't enough time to review all of that. So we can maybe just do it a little bit at a time. But it is definitely a problem, and thank you for working on that. Mr. Dooley, you've stuck around. You're almost officially on the commission now. Is this open to public, these
7: meetings?
0: Absolutely.
7: Oh, okay. Pretty interesting.
0: Well, stick around. We're gonna have some questions for you. Um, on that note it's my understanding uh, Brian Bro is no longer on the commission he communicated with me. oh no he communicated with me today hold on a second I don't, maybe we need to let's look into this then
11: Who? the only person
0: he's
5: communicating
0: with? Okay so I have uh, I have communication from commissioner Bro. Hi, I am still getting all of the Conservation Commission emails. i Someone someone needs to update the ConsCom roster, just for your information, unless you've heard otherwise that I'm still active, um, allowed to join. And I said, "Hi, Brian. I will let Liz know." And so um, he said, "Thank you." Um, so that's that. So maybe we could find so out that was what's just going my on tonight.
2: Yeah. So this was.
0: And that
3: was where the question came up about whether or not. So I know if transaction expired. That's. So, Chrissy, it, do you take that to be a formal resignation?
11: I'm sorry, Dr. Baker?
3: Please. Is that a formal Brian. Re- resignation?
11: Thank you. Ryan was told he could no longer serve on the Conservation Commission because of his housing status in Woundedburg.
0: What was that, Mary?
11: Brian was told he could no longer serve on the Conservation Commission because of his housing status in Univert.
6: I'd like to intervene.
11: Uh
6: Um, We had a discussion with the mayor's office where um, this was not confirmed with Mr. Bro, but... um,
11: And, And Brian was frustrated by a lack of response. And quite frankly, he felt that it was kind of like undermining. You know that he had spent so much time and dedication to the conservation. So I, don't, I think he asked once or twice. We had had a discussion about it, and I don't know. I, I don't know if it was left up in the air or he did receive formal confirmation that he was no longer allowed to serve. So I don't know. This is just secondhand information. But this I might believe be that that's where he's at is that he feels that he is not welcome to serve. So.
6: This might be a conversation that's not appropriate for the public exactly. record.
0: Yeah. I think we'll talk about this we'll take this off. Um, thank you, Mary. we 'll work with Brian, find out what's going on. Talk
5: to the mayor's office.
0: Okay, yeah, and reminding everyone that commissioners are a- appointed by the mayor's office they, and um, the uh, city council Thank you, and on that note um, I'm going to go home and go to bed, <laughs> i exhausted.
2: Motion to adjourn.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Second, thank you. and Pleasure.
1: Mike
3: gets
0: no more coffee tonight. <laughs> uh, Commissioner Baker? Aye. Commissioner Christian?
3: Aye.
0: Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner Helene? Aye. Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. Thank you everyone, thank you for your service. Mr. Dooling?